the Snow Only Property Podcast. Brought to you by Snow Only, the world's largest ski property platform. The only dedicated ski property podcast. Welcome to episode three of the Snow Only Property Podcast. We are here today with Erica Serbus and she owns ECSM Property. She is a specialist in Italian property. Welcome, Erica, to the Snow Only Property Podcast. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the invitation. Let's get some questions started for you. I'm sure everyone that's listening would love to hear about investment in Italy. First of all, let's, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your agency and your experience, just to get us started. Okay, so hi everybody. ECSM Properties, a family-run boutique brokerage agency. We have started about five years ago with this adventure. Um, our background is in international real estate, finance, and basically we have specialized in properties in the Dolomites, in Tuscany, in the Apennines in Italy. We mainly focus on areas where we're very familiar with so that we can provide to all our customers the best knowledge about the relevant area. That's basically our mastermind that we really want to be able to provide as much help and support to our buyers and our clients. Yeah, of course. So obviously, being snow only, we are very ski specific. So can you tell us a little bit about the areas that you cover in the ski areas and kind of what's so appealing about them? Obviously, you are specific to Italy. So um, just to give our listeners a little bit of a background on, on the appeal of Italian real estate in ski areas. Okay, so we cover the Dolomites in Italy. That, that's our primary area. And within the Dolomites, there are lots of different areas as well. So we narrowed down to Alta Badia in South Tyrol, to the Val Gardena area, to the Fassa Valley, San, um, San Candido. And also we cover the Brenta Dolomites, where is Madonna di Campiglio and Pinzolo. So these are the areas where most of the international buyers are looking for properties. And why they are so appealing? Because obviously the skiing area and also the main reason what our international clients point out why they're looking in these areas to purchase a property is the dual season. So they can enjoy beyond skiing also other activities in the summer months, for example, cycling, hiking. There are lots of different in beyond COVID times, international events, cultural events, festivals and so on. So and also, of course, I don't need to mention the Italian flair. So but again, some of our clients have pointed out which they have traveled between different skiing areas across the globe. Um, they prefer the Italian food, Tyrolese food, which you get in the Dolomites. And of course, um, some, some of what comes with it, you know, the upper ski, the different uh, cultural events, the tradition in South Tyrol. So all of that together, I think, attracts people. And of course, the scenery. 
beyond that, you know, really the scenery is just fantastic. You're certainly selling it, I'm sure. Um, That's kind of interesting, as you said, about the dual seasons. So each of the places that you offer with real estate, they all do a very prominent um, with their dual season offerings, I assume? Yes, they do. Absolutely, they do. Because, um, again, perhaps another point what I would like to point out about the Dolomites is the versatility. So we got beyond the mountains, different lakes. So they're also very nice for families uh, to spend time. Also, there are lots of different activity parks. In the recent years, they have added different activity parks for families, for children. So that, again, in winter and also in summertime, they have different entertainment for all different generations. Also, there are very nice hiking areas, different sports facilities, so riding, cycling, also in wintertime, beyond skiing, there are a number of different um, activities one can pursue, for example, ice skating, sledging, um, walking in the snow. Uh, So there's really lots of different uh, ways of enjoying the mountains, not just skiing. Beyond that, and of course not forgetting skiing, Something what I would like to also highlight, one of the key reasons why our, let's say, expert ski clients are looking to buy property in the Dolomites is the vast area, the skiing area, 1,200 kilometers of interconnected skiing area. So this is one of the largest skiing areas in the Dolomites. And each year they are developing it further. They're adding further ski lifts and also these are really the most modern, very, very well-equipped ski lift. So this is, again, something to mention. In addition to this, the ski slopes are all equipped with artificial snow-making facilities. So this is something, again, very important because some clients are asking me about how much snowfall there is in the Dolomites and everything. And, of course, with the global warming, it is one of the key uh, questions to be asked. Uh, I must say that there is guaranteed snow across the Dolomites. Yeah, but I think as actually we spoke to um, Gareth Jeffries in another podcast in uh, in around France, and and obviously with the ski seasons closed last year, I imagine there's still a lot of people that are enjoying the Dolomites just without the slopes, right? Without the skiing. I'm sure with the dual season, it's fundamentally important for investors that they might just want to live in Italy around the mountains rather than specifically for a ski property, although that's the obvious bonus. Yes, we have a number of clients who actually purchased the property with us and they are not really skiers. So they come from very far away. They travel almost 24 hours getting to the Dolomites because they really enjoy being there, the nature, far away from any industry, from motorways and everything, peace and quiet, of course, the views are amazing. And really, not least importantly to mention, the Dolomites have been announced, I don't know how many years ago, about 10 years ago, as UNESCO Heritage Location. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so actually, I guess it, that that kind of segues nicely onto my next question. So obviously, what is the typical buyer for these areas? As you mentioned, there's is it is it more geared towards families or individuals or where are you even seeing the buyers come from? The buyers come from really from all over the world. I really must say they come from all over the world. They are 
um, not really primarily skiers, they are nature lovers, so they enjoy being in the nature. Again, in summer and winter time as well, we have different age groups, so families with young children, individuals, but also we have uh, people who plan even to retire in the Dolomites and stay there perhaps all year round or at least six months a year or maybe do a few different trips. So we have a variety of people. We have also people who are investing in the Dolomites. So, you know, there can be, you know, good rental return. Uh, the rental returns in the Dolomites are about 3%, maybe even more, depends how one manages the property. But yes, we have people with different purposes, different reasons. It's interesting what you said to me about the people coming from all over the world. So I assume the it's uh, Dolomites is a place that allows ownership of lots of uh, different nationalities, is it? Yes, correct. So in the Dolomites or Italy, generally speaking, there are no limitations. So whether it's an EU citizen or from any other part of the world, one can purchase a property and... It's 99% of the cases freehold property, okay? So even if it's an apartment, it's a freehold property. And in the Dolomites, very, very rarely there are any restrictions regarding rentals. So there are no rental obligations. One can use the property as much as they like it. They can rent it out if they want it, but there are no restrictions of obligations. So this is another aspect which attracts buyers <clears throat> to purchase in the Dolomites. And recently I have also had a few inquiries from clients who are moving away from other countries in um, the Alps in Europe because there are various restrictions regarding rental yeah. and usage and they are looking to purchase now in the Dolomites. So perhaps another aspect to be aware of. Yeah, that's very important, I think. So actually, it, it was kind of on the same question. So the opportunity, to, let's say, I guess for an investment, we've already covered that it's around 3%, you know, if you've got some good management. But in terms of obviously um, the Dolomites is so well known, is there still kind of opportunity for investment, maybe in terms of appreciation or some land purchases? What what What, what do you see kind of in that regard? In the Dolomites, so there are, let's say, even opportunities for investment and something what one should be aware of, whether it's under COVID or beyond COVID, it is, um, again, a very desirable area of Italy and the prices are very different or the property market is very different than the rest of Italy. Um, the prices are, let's say, uh, going up annually year on year three five percent yeah and across, and, um, across the, uh, let's say the uh, province of Bolzano so again you know the prices can be a little bit different uh, for example around Cortina which is also part of the Dolomites it's a very different scenario so that's perhaps an area I would very much consider you know buying or not buying because the prices have tumbled by about 12 percent in the last couple of years even without beyond covid so that covid is not a factor in that but if one looks at south tyrol especially province of bolsano area the towns and the villages in that area 
it's a very good investment. Obviously, we, we don't always write COVID, but it's, um, it's an ever-present at the moment. So do you think that it's kind of had a positive or negative effect on the market over there? I imagine, again, um, just from previous podcasts, I know there's maybe sometimes less properties, which are obviously pushing the price up because there's a lot of buyers moving to the mountains. Are you experiencing something similar or, or give us your views? Well, uh, we have certainly got lots of interest in purchasing properties in the Dolomites. Okay, so again, from buyers from all over the world, then, you know, the attraction of uh, being in a nature and far away from, you know, the crowds of people and so on. So that's obviously very attractive to people. But uh, yes, there is a shortage of properties available to non-residents in um, the areas where we sell properties so i wouldn't say necessarily across all of the dolomites but in province of bolsano trento there are some um, restrictions as of which properties can be sold to non-residents and only about uh, 40 percent of the properties can be sold to non-residents and I'm saying non-residents, one would need to live there for at least five years. So that's the rule. So that's one of the, let's say, uh, key concerns that, you know, that the number of properties available to non-residents. So what's in, in, in that case, what are you kind of seeing if, if a particular property comes available? Are you having some bidding wars or, or how's that kind of working for you as a real estate agent? What advice would you give to a buyer that's kind of looking to buy there if, if that is the case? Yes, we have certain locations very popular. Okay, so let's say I mentioned one village, perhaps Corvara in Alta Badia. That's the top, let's say, most sought after village in the Dolomites. The top location, if you ask anybody who knows the Dolomites, will uh, I know about this village so most people would love to own a property in that village yeah. so yes yeah. if a property becomes available then obviously you know however perhaps not all properties are style or size which our uh, buyers are looking for so you know it depends really of course and another point perhaps to be aware of that um, i mentioned earlier with some restrictions and so on there were very strict urban laws in place so the key factor to know that they are trying not to uh, become mass tourism you know not not to they're trying not to um let's say advertise the dolomites too much and they don't want mass tourism across this area so they try to keep it as natural as possible and with this there are very strict urban laws in place so they are not giving out many planning permits for new construction so that contributes also to the high prices. Actually before I ask you one more question I just want so in regards to I'm curious about this is, is there many options for financing there or is, is it a lot of them cash buyers? Most of the buyers are cash buyers. However, recently we have established some collaboration with uh, Italian banks and there is a possibility to also get bank loans. They can do that through you? Yes, correct. So we have established some contacts and uh, we can help uh, buyers 
Okay, I would say that it takes around three months to go through the process. If, if somebody's interested, I can um, talk through the process and help with that. But um, something what I would perhaps advise our buyers firstly to check out their home country or in the country where their income is, where they are residents, if there is a way for financing. As things stand today with banks internationally, so obviously they are doing lots of checks and everything. And um, so they, if they don't have your credit history, then it might be a little bit more challenging obtaining a bank loan financing in Italy or in any country abroad not your home country. In terms of the future of the Dolomites, I mean, you've painted quite a pretty picture and it sounds like it's got some real good roots there in terms of obviously uh, property appreciation, um, what it has to offer. But I guess I will ask you the question of, do you see the next couple of years being fruitful for any buyer that wants to go there? I assume, you know, the Dolomites is going to be, you know, uh, a place of appeal for, for forever. So I assume you concur with that thought. Yes, I would say that, of course, um, if you're buying it for your own use, of course, as I mentioned previously, the dual season is a key appeal there, the different events which are taking place, or you name it, you know, film events, film festivals, or different traditional events. Uh, There are two, three different skiing World Cup events taking place as well across the Dolomites. So, you know, just to name some of the key events. So these are key attractions for uh, visitors. But uh, also, if you're looking for a rental return, it's, again, something to consider. And also something to know about the properties in the Dolomites. You can resell them without any restriction. You can resell them anytime. There is high demand for properties in the dollar mine. Also, as I mentioned previously, the prices are increasing year on year. I guess that's why you're in the business, right? Um, So I'll ask you this question, but I I guess it'd be quite difficult. You, You mentioned one resort, but I'm curious to know, like all places, I think people are looking for like the next opportunity or the next place to invest in. So is there kind of any any villages that are kind of up and coming that maybe are kind of developing their infrastructure or yeah. or, or, or something that becomes then more appealing to people? Any, any uh, tips? Yes, I would mention a couple of uh, locations which I would uh, say that they are becoming more popular they are already well known so one is Canada so this is a quite nice uh, village again in the Dolomites very good infrastructure very well connected with ski lifts to the Sella Ronda so for expert skiers this is a great area part of the super ski Dolomites 1200 kilometers of interconnected skiable area and there are some very nice uh, traditional properties there and also newly built properties, which we have at the moment. They will be completed by next summer. And um, also something to um, be aware of, they are very good. So, um, obviously, skiing facilities, other sport facilities, and the village um, prices, house prices, are not are very affordable, let's say that way. So they're almost half than in Alta Badia in some of the other sought-after areas. Again, what's it called? How do you spell Val, it? Val di Fassa, and the actual village name is Canadze, spelled with a Z. Okay. Canadze. 
cannot say. Another village I would also perhaps focus on is San Candido, and it's very close to the Austrian border, still in South Tyrol in Italy. This is a, also a very traditional Tyrolese village, very traditional um, buildings and very good infrastructure. The ski lift is right in the middle of the village, so you get out of your house, property, and you literally just walk onto the ski lift. In summertime, it's also very, very nice to stay there, different activity parks for families, and also hiking, cycling areas are very good. Close to the Three Peaks, very famous tourist area of the Dolomites with lakes, beautiful uh, views and so on, and literally just across the road from the Austrian border. So it also the beauty of this area is that you can go across the Austria, uh, cross country tracks across to Austria, and also if you just wanted to take a day trip, so you have basically, you can visit both countries on the same day. Wonderful. Um, actually, can I just ask if we haven't kind of mentioned it, but I'm always, um, I've lived all around Asia and I'm always interested in schools and hospitals. Like, are, are, they, yes. are they close? Is that something that your buyers are kind of asking in terms of the infrastructure? If his family's moving, are there good international schools there that, that are accessible? How good are the hospitals? I know these things for me are fundamentally important. Sure, sure. They are in the, all these areas where we cover. There is very good infrastructure. There are schools as well. And most of these, uh, let's say, villages in the mountains are just about 40 minutes drive from a bigger town where there is obviously a bigger array of amenities. But yes, most of these villages, or let's say, towns also have their own health service and schools as well. Yeah, yeah, good. That certainly puts my mind at rest. <laughs> okay, so for any potential buyer, um, I know you've given us some real insight into up and coming resorts, but I guess what advice would you give to someone that's considering investing in the Italian Dolomites? Um, obviously, the first thing would be to speak to you, but I guess if do you have any particular advice that you would give anything in terms of um, in terms of the process? Sure. Something what I would perhaps advise um, our buyers to do is to be mentioned, uh, touched upon about finances. So perhaps firstly to establish their budget, you know, how much is it what they can spend on a certain property? Because, um, you know, it's really important that, you know, they can then look at certain properties, certain price range. And secondly, I would advise to try to narrow down on a location. Some of the buyers looking across different countries, so perhaps at least try to decide which country you're looking in for property and then also to narrow down on the location. It would be obviously helpful if you get familiar with that area, if you can visit. However, we also had certain clients this year who purchased the property without even knowing the location, the village. They might have already been in the Dolomites and so on, but they purchased the property. And again, you know, we try to help, as I mentioned at the beginning, to all our clients with as much information as we can about the location, about the process, the property and so on. Nowadays, with all the modern technology, we can 
we can uh, thankfully do that. Yeah, the first step is always to speak to you and maybe you can help them kind of narrow down the the, the inquiry, um, sorry, yes. the criteria. Yes, we have um, also helped this year, you know, some clients might be not certain about where to purchase, so we can then point them also in the right direction or perhaps explain between the different areas of the Dolomites what's the difference and so on, what type of properties they are. And once when we understand which are the key, key criteria of our buyers, then we can explain perhaps and give them advice which location would be most suitable to them. Great. So we are coming up to our last question. It's a question that I ask everyone that's on the Snow Energy podcast. I don't know whether whether this budget makes um, kind of makes the property that you're after, but if you had five hundred thousand dollars, let's say five hundred thousand euros for you, what would you spend it on, and and uh, kind of what would your choice of property and location um, be for you? Sure, sure, sure. So I would, uh, let's say if I have 500,000 euros, would buy a newly built property in South Tyrol, okay? Uh, the reason I'm saying newly built, because the newly built properties are built so well with uh, most of the high quality materials, good insulation and so on. And uh, most of these are uh, nature plus a uh, energy efficiency so in in the dolomites across south tyrol that's something to be aware of that newly built properties or even older properties are very well built okay and, and for, a, for a newly built property what would you typically get for say five hundred thousand euros what would what would you be expecting uh what, well, studio a one bedroom two bedroom three bedroom you could get um i mean again depends where to give you an example at canada you could get a two three bedroom newly built property for that much on this literally attached to the ski lift okay and so we have some of down. these yes yes that's right wow uh, it really depends on a village you know uh, but yes for that much you can get and i mean um, i personally would buy property somewhere on a panoramic location with big yeah. windows and so on and uh, close to a traditional town okay with amenities facilities and so on close by so you know that would be my ideal home so yeah and just before you go erica what what is I assume there's lots of new build properties around, is there? Obviously, you said that you'd buy a new build. Is there opportunity to invest in a new build property? Uh, yes, we have some newly built properties at the moment. However, they are quite rare, okay? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, there is a very limited number of uh, building permits given out, but there are some. So we work with local construction companies and we get first-hand knowledge if there is something new coming on the market. So, yes, we have on our portfolio some newly built properties. Wonderful. Details to contact Erica will all be um, below on all the links. So you can contact Erica through Snow Only for that. Erica, thank you so much for being on the Snow Only Property Podcast. And hopefully lots of buyers will be calling you and asking you many, many questions. Thank you. Maybe if I can just say one more thing about the Dolomites, just which we perhaps forgot to mention and very important indeed, because I know most of our clients are looking to get quickly to the Dolomites if they are coming perhaps from Europe. 
uh, they have um, recently opened and introduced some flights to Bolzano Airport, which is just um, attached to the Dolomites, and there are flights from all major cities from Europe. So literally within three hours, let's say you're in from London or Berlin or Amsterdam, you can get to Valgardena or something, the Dolomites, or perhaps something one can consider when traveling to the Dolomites. I think I'll go and book my flights now. Okay, great. See you later. The Snow Only Property Podcast, brought to you by Snow Only, the world's largest ski property platform. Mountains of property at snowonly.com. The Snow Only Property Podcast is produced by Shark 13 Productions.